Welcome, listeners, to the Dream Stream Podcast. I am your host, Yiska Cook, here with my compatriot, fellow dream worker, Ellen Ronis. Hello, Ellen. Hello. Hi. 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 So you um, you have a dream. You said um, I I had one too, um, but mine's not. What's, you know, what's that hair? With my hair for those, yeah, those my scissors <laughs> braid it. <laughs> so um, things happening over here. So um, yeah, I had a, a very interesting dream, but not. I very much want to do yours first. Okay, your I think mine will. Will I, I would love to hear yours. Mine is, 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 you know, I think it's going to be probably fairly quick, but you never know. Okay. Um, and I would love to hear yours too, but I think mine will actually resonate in a certain, maybe some way with you. Okay. Um, so I don't think I even need to look at it because I can remember. So I am at kind of a, like, it feels like a beach parking lot or something, or like a beach, like, you know, just before you get onto the beach and there's a, a parking lot over there and then like a little road sort of down to the, down to the ocean. Okay. And I am lying in the sand and I'm kind of like digging my toes in and like, oh, uh, like kind of just beginning to kind of settle into the deliciousness of the sun and the sand. And yes. this young man comes, supposedly with somebody that I was with or a friend or somebody, but I don't know who it was in waking life, but it was a person that I knew in my dream. And he was youngish in his maybe late thirties, very Jewish looking. And he was saying, um, he was saying something like, I, I don't feel comfortable here. Like, where are all the Jews? Oh. And I was like, oh, I don't even care. I'm so comfortable. I'm just, I just, I, I don't, don't even feel, care. I just need to melt in the sun and I don't care if they're Jews or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I don't, this isn't working for me. So he goes into the car, our car, which was close by, and he rolls down the window and turns the radio on and the, the prayer Shema. Oh came on the radio, but it came on in this really rocking tune. <laughs> so he was like fist bumping the air, like singing Shema to this rock tune. And I was like, yeah, baby. And I like, started fist bumping too. That is one. <laughs> yeah, right here we are, here are the Jews, we're right here. And then I look over and I see like crowds throngs of people like on either side of this sort of street in the parking lot and they all suddenly shoot their arms up in the air and start like you know, fist pumping the air and singing the shema it was like all the jewish people who were proud oh, oh. as it were were like saying yes in solidarity wow i think that well of course that was a day after you it wasn't the very next day after Yom Kippur, um, you know, the for those who don't know, the, the Jewish holiday of Day of Atonement, which is a very kind of a somber, but very meaningful and deep and rich day of sort of readjusting your yourself, your mind and your heart and your spirit. And, and getting rid of any of the um, empty promises you gave the previous year. <laughs> yeah. You know, let go, you know, and start again with the ways in which we didn't integrity. do what we said we were going to do. Right. Forgiving <laughs> yourself for those, for those yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I did have a very lovely Yom Kippur with you. Yes. yes that was awesome. online together and we had a, a, a lovely experience. It was a, you know, a lot of good Embodied. They, they really had healing in mind. So in the service, um, Jews will like 
beat their chest. Not really, but you know, like we have sinned, we have all of these like hurtful things and they did, you explained it better, like a, like a tapping. Like, yeah. They sort of tap the chest, like, you know, and, and, and he, like with, with a healing, so bringing healing to that. So yeah. for, first yeah. I was concerned because I didn't feel like I got deep enough into the sorrow that can mm -hmm. come on Yom Kippur. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's a time to cry, really, to cry as a community. And, um, and at first I didn't feel like I got, but, but by the second day, I realized I got something else. There was something else, yeah. a community, camaraderie, yeah. you know, and then of course it's a fast day. And um, <laughs> I have to admit, you know, there was a time like an hour and a half before break fast, where it's like, isn't young people are over? I think there's three stars in the sky. Maybe <laughs> it's over. I, I'll just maybe go break my fast. And, um, but I didn't, and I stayed with all you hungry people. <laughs> and that was more meaningful, mm -hmm. you know, than just yeah. feeling an empty stomach. <laughs> yeah, good for, good for you for sort of challenging that. I, I did the same thing, actually. Well, I, I probably broke fast before I should have because I'm in a different time zone. Time so zone. the services were over, but it was still a little bit early. Yeah, but yes. I broke fast anyway, but that's right. fine. It was like an That's hour. fine because... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it was, I, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate what you said, though, about, um, you know, the depth of that service. And yeah. I felt the same thing. There was a little bit of something lacking. And then I realized I got something else. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it, wasn't, I love that. it wasn't that type of depth that I'm used to, right? That's yeah, exactly. It wasn't the, like, oh, you know, like, yeah, right. And, it, and, and I use that time as like a, free to cry, you know, it's yes. like yeah. cry and everybody will cry with you. Yes. People, yeah, it is. It is. It is. A, I find that I almost always cry in Yom Kippur, which I, I did at some point, but, but yeah. So yeah, I here. <laughs> different thing. It was a different experience. And actually, I think, I think we needed it. I think we I needed think so it. Too. It was very embodied. When, when I say that, I mean, like the prayers were embodied, like we were singing yes. and chanting and yes. Yes. moving and dancing. And it I was, thought, yeah, yes. that. yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's... That really gets it. It gets it deeper in from, in my experience, you know, for me. So, so, so that's connected, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So I wanted to say in the dream, I mean, I, I don't uh, equivocate fist pumping <laughs> with um, Jewish uh, song, you know? I just thought that was so interesting. <laughs> Not at so, all. What does that mean to you? Like, what is a fist pumping? so, yeah, like yeah. standing up for ourselves, like right on or okay, like a protest. Not really a protest a as protest. much as a... Celebration. Very celebratory. Yes. Here we are. We're here. You belong here. You know, I struggle a lot with, I've said this many times, probably on the podcast, you know, I struggle with feeling like I belong. I mean, I know yeah. that's not an unusual concept. A lot of us have that um, yes. wherever we are in life. I think yes. we have that. And I have that sort of in spades um, in my life. Yeah. Like, I don't know where I belong. And I'm constantly like working that. And I feel like, 
that dream was like, yeah, wherever we are, this person, your friend, your male friend was like, yeah, where are all the Jews? We are right here. It yeah. was just like that. Yeah, it yeah, like, yeah. It's like, maybe, I don't know. So it was like a celebratory thing. And also maybe it was saying, you don't have to look that far. Right. Something. We're right here. Yeah. We're right in front yeah. of you. You realize it because we're yeah. not talking about it, but we are right here. Yeah, it's so interesting, Ellen, if I might. Yeah. I heard or read, I think I read, after the Holocaust, so many other families took in Jewish children and families were broken apart. You can go. I love you, honey. You're a good light boy. Oh. <laughs> and, um, he's from Hawaii. Oh my goodness, he's a big boy. My 25 <laughs> I think the last time I met you, you were very little. <laughs> <laughs> Probably right. So, um, so how you know there was a lot of confusion, especially with little kids, especially with you know toddlers or babies, mm -hmm. and they they had all people gathered, and they said the Shema mm -hmm. to um, to see which children would be like because the shema is like the the main prayer in judaism yeah it's a very important and it's saying listen listen israel listen people um the lord our god and it, and it uses two names for right. god um adonai which is like the creator and eloheinu yeah which is like the powers of the universe Hey boys, quiet down, please. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, so it's it's saying it's all one. So yeah, there was a creator, but the creator is still very much in the world, and that's what the Shema is proclaiming. And the children who whose ears picked up to that because they heard it. It's the main prayer in Judaism. Say it every night. I don't say uh -huh. that morning, <laughs> but um, but uh, so it's, it's really the seminal prayer, right? Mm -hmm. That's the word for it. And um, so sorry. That's <laughs> okay. You got. You got okay, it. my darling. <laughs> is it weekend? It is a weekend. It's <laughs> okay. I'm okay with it. Uh, okay. The audience is, is too. Okay. Some children, children in the background. <laughs> yes. So, um, so uh, there's something about that for me, mm -hmm. and uh, it feels, and it feels that again. It feels like how can I identify my tribe, mm -hmm. and then it's we're all, everyone just raises their fist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I think as I as I go on in life. It's more. It's becoming more important to to connect into the Judaism. Like you know, I like many other people, Jewish people of my generation. We just sort of grew up with it being very rote. Being you know, you you, you go to a service. You know, you go yes. to your Yom Kippur service, and you do the things. You say the prayers. The prayers are usually in Hebrew. You don't even know what they mean. Right. You just kind of do the things, and you bow, and you tap, and you say, and you sing whatever but you're like well what the hell was that like i don't feel spiritually connected i don't feel yeah. anything you know um I think a lot of people have that experience so, and you know yeah. temple church you know yes. uh, like a disconnect a disconnect yeah 
but what, there was a reason why I was saying that something about what you just said and I kind of lost the thread but anyway did you feel like it was a generational disconnect like my grandparents were more into my my grandparents were into reform Judaism mm -hmm. and that's that's how I grew up but my parents weren't my dad was agnostic you know my mom was was faithful um but I never had a bat mitzvah mm -hmm. but I also wasn't when you know some years ago when in in my generation girls had bat mitzvahs mm -hmm. but not in the previous generation so um, when I was older, a lot of older women who, you know, older than me, who didn't have the opportunity to have a bat mitzvah in their youth, mm -hmm. decided they wanted to have a bat mitzvah. But I never felt that need because it was, it was available to me. I just mm -hmm. didn't, didn't happen to me. It's more of like a rite of passage. Mm -hmm. um, you know, yes, it's a religious ceremony. It's, it's coming into womanhood in your faith, but, um, but it always felt like, well, I'm already a woman. I don't yeah, know. it's <laughs> it doesn't have much doesn't mean much to me either. It's the yeah. previous generation. It meant so much to the women. Yeah, well, they because they weren't allowed to before. Exactly. Right. right. Exactly. It was about a woman's freedom. Yeah. Yes. You know, beyond the bima, and now you know we've got a, a from the Torah. You know, you're right. We've got female rabbis all over the place. That's right, right. I think there's right. more female rabbis these days. <laughs> the problem, our, very, our very likely there is. I think yeah. you might be right about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting. You know, and 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 the the feminine essence was very much present in in our service that we that you and I shared. Yes. Um, you know, on Yom Kippur, yes. the Shekhinah, the sort of feminine aspect of you know God. Yes. Is, and, yes. I, I really... and, and you know, which in Christianity would be understood as the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit and the Shekhinah is the same. That's but isn't that interesting saying. because they don't, the Holy Spirit doesn't have a feminine, I mean, maybe it is, but they don't. I, I think it does, but not, it's probably more like mystical Christianity. Uh, okay, right. On that. Taught, yes. You know, and um, because yeah. a lot of our under, if I may speak also for you, our understanding of Judaism is the mystical side, mm -hmm. you know, and not necessarily conservative Judaism or, you know. Yes, I think so. I think that's what works the best for me. I grew yeah. up actually with going to an Orthodox temple. I was not Orthodox. Really? Oh, but you were not Orthodox. No, we weren't. But we did go to temple every Saturday morning. Um, really? Well, that's pretty... That's something. I mean, but I, it meant nothing to me. It was just like my father dragged us all out of bed on Saturday morning, and you know, yeah. we had to go. It was like, and you know, he was trying very hard to make us Jewish children. You know. Yeah, I yeah. grew up going to Protestant church on Sunday mornings <laughs> because I would sleep over at my best friend Kristen's house, and the family would go to church on the Sunday morning. If I was there, I'd go with them, hmm. and then my dad said to me one day. Jessica, I want you to go to temple at least as often as you go to church. And I said, yeah, okay, dad, I would love to take me. And he was like, he didn't, that's not what he meant. <laughs> so, I mean, I would have, I would have, I had a real, I think I've always had a real opening for um, religion and faith and not that I don't question, of course I question, you know, I'm God wrestler, you know, Isaac, not Isaac, but um, 
the angel, right? What who is that? That's Jacob. He's the God rest. So he becomes Israel. The story is very well. <laughs> you know, the Jews question, that's a thing in Judaism. Yeah, yeah. You don't take things at faith value. Like I believe in Jesus or God and he's going to save me and fix me. Yeah. Yes. Going to correct all my sins. No, yeah. I don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course that's Christianity. So of course I don't believe that, but I really, I definitely believe in like, wait a minute. What is the meaning of that? <laughs> and let's yeah. go into that concept and let's pull uh, the story it. apart. Yeah yeah so do you have any any kind of other hits about the dream well let's look at it because it's it's on a beach and it was like for me it felt like lying there in the sun you know i'm I'm picturing i'm in a lounge chair it's so delicious and warm Mm -hmm. and and at that point he's like but where are the jews so he's asking for like the separation of my tribe. But I'm like, yeah, I am not even worried about it because I'm just one with everything in the universe and all the people and all the Elohim, (laughs) God in everything. I'm I'm one with God in everything, in Mm -hmm. every people, every faith. Yeah, like everybody experiences this warmth of the sun. And that's the, right. You know, that's right. Yeah. The warmth yeah. of the breeze. Right. And in this moment, it doesn't matter whether I'm Jewish or not. That's right. And so yeah. that's what I feel like this beautiful expansiveness. And then, but it's important to him. So, and so in my dream, if this is my dream, of course, he is, I am him. I have to look at every character in the dream as myself. And um, I would say there is also that piece of me that doesn't always feel I belong, you know, doesn't always feel, I mean, it was hard growing up in a Christian nation. I mean, mm-hmm. really, it, I mean, as we, we talk about, you know, freedom to practice religion, I absolutely love that about America. I love America, mm-hmm. you know, but um, we didn't have off for Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah when I was in school, mm-hmm. you know, we did, some kids would stay home, sure. You know, but we didn't have off. But, you know, here in New Paltz, we have so many Jewish people in our community that we do have off. And I actually love that, that we can. um, And I think (laughs) the Christian kids can appreciate the Jewish kids because they get more days off from school. (laughs) I'm happy about it, too. Here in Santa Fe. People, they have, people they don't have. even know what the word schmutz is or you know all those oh things. really oh they don't even know Yiddish. no nobody knows a single whenever i say anything uh, you, you know like i just will sometimes go into that sort of jewish yiddish what is he a mashugana? What is that? like i want to say mashugana a lot because you know everybody's mashugana. i'm yeah. for sure <laughs> right now more so than it or i'll i want to say mishugas you know all the mishugas that goes on the mish and people are like have no idea what I'm talking about. And that makes me feel so bad, like isolated. Oh. It makes me feel like oh. we're all, that's when I go, where are all the Jews? Like, how do you not know this word? Because even in New York, if you're not Jewish, oh my God. you know what schmutz and schmutz. I, I, I tell, in, in Hollywood, so I guess it's like the coasts, the coastal area. Coast, right, in California too, I'm sure, wherever there's like a but lot of- I all the Jews. time hear Yiddish, like yeah, thrown so- around, but but I, I never, I thought 
people were using schmooze wrong, but because yeah. the Christians <laughs> used schmooze wrong, but right. turns out I might, I think it was me using it wrong. So I've heard people use it like, oh, I'm going to go schmooze him up. Mm -hmm. I don't know it like that. I know, oh, we were schmoozing. Right. But not, not as something, I don't know. That just, I never used it that way. Oh, we were schmoozing. We were just, that's like chatting. Mm -hmm. Chatting and like, but um, schmoozing somebody, somebody up is not exactly how I would think of it. Because mm. yeah, that makes it I seem could, like butter, butter her up or something. And that's not how no, I No, no. I think they just mean like talking you up, talking you up a little, like, you know, okay. schmoozing with him. Maybe it's, like I was using maybe it's like a manipulative thing, schmoozing somebody up, like to get something, you know, out of them or to, yeah. I don't know. Well, see, but so my apologies to, <laughs> to the Christians for using schmooze. But, uh, you know, I've heard people use mashugana and um, yeah, no, uh, it's really mensch. fun I I all the time. I yeah. love, I love that the word mensch has mensch. permeated yeah. the world yeah. because a mensch is like a good man or a good woman. Mm -hmm. Like when you act like a mensch, you're like going above and beyond what it would be considered really good. Mm -hmm. Is that how would you define mensch? Yeah, I would say yeah. like that. Just a really good person. A really yeah. good yeah yeah a mensch nice yeah. good poor a nice boy <laughs> a, a nice a nice boy nice. beyond that yeah like yeah. you know a mensch a mensch is like you mm -hmm. know my my ex-husband he used to if i ever called him a mensch that was like a very positive thing for him mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh yeah anyway yeah so why are we just talking about all that? Because I think because that how feelings of belonging has permeated in, in, in so many ways in our culture, in the American culture. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, I mean, what, uh, what, what question would you ask of that dream? Um, I, I, don't, I guess my curiosity is like, how was I supposed to feel about that? Okay. What was yeah. the slide? Yeah. And um, that's a great thought I was okay with other things as they were. And then this was all happening. And I was like participating thinking, yeah, right on. The show, yeah. rock and roll. Like yeah. maybe it was like modernizing the prayer or something. Or people like jumping that. in going, yeah, we're here. And hear us, so Israel. And, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm just not sure. I guess I just, I'd like to know what, the, what is, what does that mean? What does that mean to me in my life right now? Yes. Uh, yeah. I also agree like, who are all these people? But I don't think that really matters that much. They were just, it was just the masses somehow. Maybe wow. the number of people that's my dream is symbolizing for me, like the importance, the volume, the importance of that to me, just mm -hmm. by virtue of so many people. Mm -hmm. But I also, um, I am also very interested in the original guy. Yeah, I. Uh, oh, that's another question: is who is he to me, and yeah, who is he? Is he my Annie Mass? Very likely. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, who? 
Uh, Why is he younger? And how old would you say he is? He was like in his late thirties, I feel like. So that would make me think of my, how I felt in my late thirties. Mm. If it's mm -hmm. my dream, you know, if this was more of a. Yeah. Maybe it's like he was having like this, he was in more angst than I, yeah. you know, he, yeah. maybe the part like... of me that is angsty. Yeah. You know, which certainly I am. <laughs> now I'm older. I live in, in Santa Fe. It's not. Right. It's like the mature, the, the, the part of the real part of myself was like, we're not the real part, whatever the, the, the mature woman part of myself was saying, oh, I just need to enjoy the sun. I yeah. just need to, yeah. <laughs> I need to relax and I'm, and I'm good with this. Like, I don't need to know anything about where Judaism, whatever, like I'm just right. here in the beauty of the earth and the sun and the sky yeah. and the sand. And maybe uh, that's, you know, we start with more of a tribalism, but as we age, we, um, come more into uh, an expanse, an expanse and a one, a oneness, a one world.